Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Frozen Four Podcast, brought to you by NHL News Updates. I'm your host, Luke. I got Steven Josh with me. Stack's unable to join us tonight, but it's still going to be a great show. Really want to get into it, but first, Josh, how you doing? Tired, in a word, tired. Steve, how are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm doing pretty good. Just a lot of work lately. Um, excited for UPL. That's fun. Um, but yeah, no, Steve, how are you doing? Uh, doing better than my stick of almost two years did last Tuesday. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Playoff how, game for my uh, Tuesday night beer league went went for a slap shot and the thing broke directly in half. Nice. So what was funny was, so this is in the first period. So it, it's nothing, nothing. I got a good shot off earlier in the shift. Puck comes back to me at the point. I try and crank it snap right in half and it slowly lists off to the left. Well, I have a broken sack, so I'm like, all right, fuck me. I have to get my back up. So I turn around, skate to my bench, throw my stick over my head to get it out of my hand. Whistle goes. I'm like, oh God, did I just get a penalty? And did I hit someone with my stick and get a penalty? I turn around and my team's celebrating. Someone picked up that puck and put it in the net. And apparently banked it off one of our forward skates in front. So huh. I got an assist off a broken stick. Hey, it worked. That's sick. I got an assist off a blocked shot in my last game. Like, I blocked it. I I, I did not enjoy that. And then I just kind of, like, like, nudged it forward. And this guy just took off and scored. <laughs> so not really off a blocked shot, but. I yeah. mean, I have my Frisbee championship game for my league tomorrow. It's not hockey, but it's, it's still sport. See, oh. see, this is why I wish Stack was here, because then I would ask Stack, did you? Because I didn't. Well, I didn't ask. What, what's wrong with what I said? <laughs> I was at least related to more, you. More saying. to Luke. At least yours Thank was you. hockey. Yeah. I, I, I could I'm not, not there yet. Y'all know that. Who cares about Frisbee? who isn't either high as a kite or Steve, Steve, we were, playing we were on game. Steve, we were on that. We were on that team for, I was there better. to run and get in shape for hockey. How much Frisbee to actually play? No, I ran and I then just, laughed. I was there on a team that takes literally anybody seeing people who clearly have never played a sport before. Try and like cut and run hysterical. I was there for because I was bored. Also, to anyone listening, I apologize if you heard my dog barking in the background. My neighbor just stopped by my house and my dog went ballistic. I saw my microphone was picking it up a little bit. So I don't think that's nearly as bad as how much of an asshole I'm coming off at of I was trying coming to cover off that as right now. I was trying to say cover words that words there, Steven. Yeah, whatever. I'm good. Anywho, with like we said, and like you guys know that are listening, this is a hockey show. And we're going to get into some of the hockey news going around, going on around the NHL right now. One of those being, you know, everything ramping up all across the world, especially across the United States right now, especially across sports. The Flames have postponed their games through December 18th due to a uptick in COVID positive players. You've seen it with through a lot with a lot of teams. Um, I think we've only seen one other postponement so far this season. I believe that was Ottawa. Um, um, Otto, mm, who did who did they postpone games with though? LA it, and someone. But else. it was it was just Islanders because have been postponed. But it was just because of no, like back like when it first happened, it was just because of Ottawa, right? Like it wasn't because of yes. any other team. Yes, yeah. it was only because of Ottawa. They did not have enough skaters to yield like even like three lines. I mean, I guess it makes sense just to get everything under control. Um, yeah. I mean, teams could probably still play, but you're going to be very short-staffed, have a lot of AHLers up. I mean, we saw Carolina isn't going to postpone their game. I mean, they could just bring up some of the checkers that beat the shit out of the Amherst last night, 11-1. to That was fun. Um, 
Oof. Yeah. Uh, under control, I, I had to stop myself from audibly laughing into the microphone. No, no, no one has control over this. No. Literally nobody oh, at yeah. any point no. has had any control in this, no matter what they've done. Outside no. of stealing yourself off from the world and living as Bubble Boy, you can do what you can to protect yourself. Other than that, it's going to happen. Well, Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Well, what's nice is like, there's only one unvaccinated player in the league right now. And so that means everyone that's getting it is literally just getting a cold. And I don't think there's been one hospitalization from anyone that's gotten it so far from what the league has released. Um, what? Continue. <laughs> What? For, for those that can't see, obviously. As um, as in all of you. As in all of you, except for Steve. Luke just put on a hat and it's as as a response. It has a Darth to, Vader pin. Oh, I thought you were saying it as in a response to my unvaccinated. So like we're talking we're talking about a respiratory virus and you oh. put on a hat with Darth Vader on it, who's I... most notably very bad at breathing. See, I was going the route of Luke put on the hat because he thought that, as the kids say, I don't even I don't even know. Are you saying you're saying that it's cap? Yeah, that not every player in the league is vaccinated except for Tyler Bertuzzi. I thought that's where you were going with it. Um, but uh. I like the Darth Vader route. Yeah. We'll stick with Anywho, Anywho. So, every know... every every podcast has been talking about what COVID's doing to the league. And I mean, yeah. it's not like it's only the NHL NBA's having issues. They postpone games. The NFL's having issues now. Like it's, it's a fact of life. We ain't doctors. We don't even pretend to be on TV. So if you're getting your medical information from us, I suggest you rethink every decision you've ever made. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Anywho, like we said, COVID talked to death. So we're going to move on. One other piece of financial news, Ben Bishop decides to hang up the skates. One of the better American goaltenders who always seemed to be underrated because he was a Band-Aid. But when yeah, he, he was, was on, broken. that man was fantastic. He was, he was always injured, but... I never knew he bounced around as much as he did. Well, like, wasn't he, I think he was drafted by St. Louis, sent over yeah. to Ottawa, swapped from Ottawa to Tampa for I Corey his, Conacher. Hold on, I have and, his trade history. And then from Tampa, oh God, well, did he go straight to Dallas from there? No, he went to LA. Half, for, he went to LA. Yeah, so he was drafted by, or drafted by St. Louis Incredible. in 2005, third round. Traded to Ottawa for a third round or a second round draft pick who turned into a nobody. Traded from the Senators to Tampa for Corey Conacher and a fourth round trick that fourth round trick, fourth round pick that turned into nobody. Um, then traded from Tampa to with a fifth round pick to LA for Peter Budai, Eric Cernak, and a conditional pick in the 2017 draft and a seventh seventh round pick in the 2017 draft. And then wow. finally was traded from LA to Dallas for a fourth round pick who turned into nobody so far. Sorry. I'm so, caught up on Peter Budai right now. <laughs> I, dude, me too. I completely I, 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 forgot he was a human being. I had to like steamroll through that because I was like, what? <laughs> um, but so, no. so one, well, one, they uh, want to go Vasilevsky. They needed a goaltender coming back. So it, that's right. all it was. It was insurance <laughs> in case Vasilevsky got hurt. Know. And then Eric Cernak even... is a douchebag and yeah. I hate yes. him. I didn't even so, know because you know, Darlene has a, has a habit of headbutting his elbow because oh. that's a thing. I didn't know Peter Budai was ever in LA though. Like that's crazy to me. See, I remember him in LA. I don't remember him in Tampa. 
I, I don't remember him anywhere but Colorado, but that's just me. <laughs> was that like, where he like did the bulk of his? Yeah, like, so he was drafted for, by Colorado in 2001. Then he was traded to Montreal in 2014, um, signed by LA in 2015, traded in 2017, and then traded back to LA in 2018, where he retired that season. Um, yeah, so speak of your random goaltenders, I mean, he, he was good, <laughs> yeah, but he, he was never a start like the guy you were looking he, at. He's yeah. like, he's basically Ben Bishop, like, no, no, old. Bishop was vastly superior. Oh, Bishop could okay. start and play 60 plus games when he was healthy, like he did in Tampa for one, two, three years. Three years. Um, he also, yeah, fun little played... anecdote about him doing that in Tampa Bay, where you know, he finally became a good goaltender, he was uh 27 years old. Yeah, goalies are fine wine. Um, so in his entire NHL career, he played 412 games, had or 413 games, had 12 assists, 34 penalty minutes, 33 shutouts. Holy shit! Um, 2.32 goals against average and a 0.921 save percentage. With also going 22. 200- Two hundred twenty-two, two hundred twenty-two wins, one hundred twenty-eight losses, and thirty-six overtime losses. Did he win a cup or no? No, he was traded before they won their cup. Mm. Yeah, he was not there when they won their cup in Tampa. So. Right, you're right. Um, they didn't win the cup any of those years. Now I'm looking at it. And then he went to Dallas, and they lost to Tampa. That's rough. Um, yeah, it's rough, buddy. But he did he did have a good career in Dallas before his injury. He had he played 53, 46 and 44. In I want to say career, years. he had a good or good time run, in Dallas. A good run. Yeah, a good run. He had a good I'm run sorry. of like four almost 5 years. No, yeah. it was only 3. In Dallas it was only 3 years. Whatever. These big goaltenders, I, I mean what has been shown to happen is takes a while for them to develop. And then they've got a few years of being really good, and then not so much. Hey, yeah, I'm well, okay with that with uh, our goaltender situation. I, I was about to say, can we transition real quick to one Ukopeka Lukanen? Um, well, uh, to prove that goaltenders, as you said, refine wine, I would like to call them micro brews because there's a lot of them. They're all weird, and you <laughs> never know what you're gonna get. That's very. So, that's a very bad. good one. I like that better than the wine one. Because me and Luke on our other show, uh, the Die by the Blade podcast. If you guys want to listen to that, um, we were trying to come up with the tiers of like what each prospect is. So goalies, we said were a fine wine. Forwards are just beer because they take no time at all to develop. And defensemen are like a shitty whiskey that you buy when you're in college for like twenty dollars. That doesn't take too much time to make, but it takes a little time to make. Thoughts, Steven? Any, any, any comments, thoughts? I like the micro boost thing. That's pretty funny. I think you guys have alcohol on your brain too early in the week. Wait, what day of the week is it? Today, today Says is Wednesday. You. Hey, I'm off tomorrow. I don't care. I'm living. I'm oh, kind oh of. Oh, my gosh. Taking me back to my Wegman days of <laughs> having random days off in the week. And I'm I'm off- to, I get one day off a week, all right? I'm off from one job tomorrow. It. I'm not off the other job, but I'm off from one, so that's fun. That's practically um, a day off. Yeah. But anyway, um, so good, kudos, kudos. Oh. No, no, we're not. We're okay, not on a I'm UPL sorry. kick we were, right now. I thought we were done. No, we're not on a UPL kick. Like hell, means. we aren't. UPL is awesome, and he's tearing it up in Buffalo right now. <laughs> I love to save that for later. I love to see the growth in his game. Shut your face. Uh, I love to see the growth in his game. One thing I am starting to get worried about is how he's going to react to adversity. So far, he's given up two goals in every start. No more, no less. So we'll see how well it goes moving forward. I'm worried about his rebound control. Now, that's typical for a young goaltender, but he does cough up the puck in inopportune spots, especially shots off the rush going right back door. It's happened a few times, and... That's something that when he gets a feel for it might even itself out. But to try and explain why he doesn't have great numbers in the AHL and is doing well in the NHL, some the goaltending is a lot about timing. 
So the slower shots and slower pace of the game might be throwing off his timing. Cause if you see him in the net, he's super athletic. As my brothers say, who both play goalie, he moves like a cat and he's huge. Mm-hmm. He's six so, five. Yeah. So <laughs> at the NHL speed that works, but at the AHL speed, he's going to overcommit, throw off his angles and be waiting for shots where he's already there. And then it's coming and he gets out of position because he pushed so hard to get there that now he's out of position just because the timing's off. I mean, in all reality, the Sabres should have won the last four games because he kept them in those games. Last night was the most complete team effort we've seen in a few weeks. Um, But he just looks like on right now. Like, I mean, he's played four consecutive games. He has stopped 124 of 130 or yeah, 124 of 130 shots in the last four. It'd be 132 if he's allowed two goals every game. Or no. Because going into last night, he stopped 90 of 96, and he made yes. 34 of 36 saves last night. Do you so guys, do you guys remember? 124 the... of 132. Okay, math math is hard. Whatever. Continue, Steve. Do, do, do you remember that video of him coming down the escalator in full pads? Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite video ever. Finally, someone, everyone in Buffalo can unite be- behind who came down an escalator. And uh, Josh, that confused look on your face. Trump, when he announced he was running for president, came oh, down on an escalator. I, for, I forgot about that. I remember now. UPL so... president, kind of, not really. <laughs> no. So, anywho, as we were saying, kudos to Ben Bishop, which is which which is where all this started on a decent, a good career, a good career for him. And hopefully, you know, now that he's done, he can get his knee issue sorted out. Maybe, who knows? But. I believe now Josh has a pucking question for us. I do. And it has to deal with a little bit about the COVID thing, but more about the effects we're going to see going forward with the Olympics. So it's very blunt. Do you think any NHLers will go to China for the Olympics? I personally think the NHLPA is going to step in and say no, but it's definitely going to be up to the players. Um, and I don't think any of the players are going to want to go. Judging from what the quarantine possibilities could be, which would be up to a month stuck in China in complete isolation, if you test positive or are around someone that tests positive, no NHL player is going to want to go through that. And like we already saw Robin Leonard isn't doing that because of his, you know, his whole mental health thing which is great i mean good for him for making the decision for himself but i don't think any players will want to and i don't think they should in this case i know we all wanted them to go back to the olympics i want them to go back to the olympics but this isn't the time this isn't the place well like 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 you said like everyone wants to all the players want to go back but i don't think the nhlpa itself is actually going to step in and say no i think you're just gonna see enough players be like nah, I don't want to take the chances of going there and doing that. So you're going to see, you know, a big name star say no, and then you're going to see another big name star. Then you're going to start seeing everyone kind of just be like, you know what, you you make good points. Maybe we shouldn't go. And then they'll go for the next Olympics, wherever it is. Yeah, I mean, if the stars, the stars, not the Dallas stars, but if the stars of the league come in and say, you know, like, hey, guys, like, let's just not, I think everyone else is going to be like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, I, I come to the same conclusion as y'all, but I lean more towards Luke's logic. I think the players are going to look at a potential three to four week quarantine with China's rules in China. Um, plus, do you really, really trust those guys to not fake a test and keep you there? I mean, uh, give me a sec, put my tinfoil hat on, but... um. To exert leverage, you're offering yourself to the Chinese government as a hostage. Because essentially, they say, oh, you tested positive. You're there for four weeks. There's nothing we can do, allegedly. Yeah. that's a That sounds to me like a hostage situation. I, I know every player wants to play for their country. I know that feeling. I don't. 
obviously was never nearly good enough to do that. But I know all these players want to play and it's killing them, but they're going to look themselves in the mirror. Is like, do I trust these fucks? The answer should be no. Otherwise check yourself into the next hotel or next hospital because you might be on the docket for CTE. And two, do I really want to go through a potential four to six week lockdown like quarantine by yourself with Chinese doctors? Good luck. <laughs> also, I thought of a follow up to this. Could we see guys like Crosby, Ovechkin, older guys in the league that probably won't make it to the next? Well, not okay. Worded worded very poorly. Older guys in the league that probably won't be playing for next Olympics. Do you think that they might play in this one? Like Joe Thornton, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, guys like that. I think it's going to hurt them to their core, but I think ultimately they're going to make the decision not to go. And I have a solution to all of this, but it involves the IOC not being a corrupt piece of shit organization that takes bribes. Stop giving the Olympics to shitty authoritarian human rights abusing pieces of shit. Yeah, this is the second like, time when, the Olympics have been in oh, Beijing. Okay, uh where were the last Olympics? Uh South Korea, right? Wait, la- well, the last one's last were winter to be- Olympics. Oh, last winter Olympics? Yeah, South Korea. Okay, so we've gone from Sochi in Russia and Putin land to South Korea, which is only free because the United States let them be free with our men and women in uniform. Yeah. What was it before? And Russia? now to Beijing. What was 20? Oh, Vancouver. Vancouver was Vancouver, you know, a free state. Italy so like is next year. That'll be cool. Or next time. Th- three, uh, two out of the last three given to some of the worst people on earth. Maybe, well, and maybe the IOC should stop taking bribes from these fuckers. Well, I don't know. Beijing had the 2012 Summer Olympics, or wait, was it 2012? Th- they had a summer. They had, they the had summer. a Summer Olympics, either 2012 or 2010. I've, uh, it mu- it was 2012. No, 2008. Be- that was 2008. Might have been oh, eight. Well, well, still though, like that's no, that was really- 2008. That was the Michael Phelps. Yeah. Uh, eight for eight. But amazing still, like, balls train. That's, that's I don't know. Anyway, um, but I don't know. I just feel like they because like players could also do like what Brian Gianta did. I mean, Brian Gianta retired from the NHL, but still made the Olympic team. In the last I mean, month. in my in my in my uh, personal opinion, at least, um, Ovechkin will still make the Olympic team next time around. Yeah, but guys like Crosby, Thornton, and dude, they, Thornton's a corpse. He he's not yeah. gonna make it this time. Yeah, he wouldn't make that's it fair. anyway. That's fair. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't think they should go. I don't think they really, I mean, they want to go, but next Olympics, Thorns me hanging out by the bayou. <laughs> yeah, no, no players have come out and said if they are not going yet either. They still have a little bit of time alligators. to decide. So, what's we'll... gonna suck is if these guys wait. I mean, imagine being the coaches and the guys that have to select the rosters, like, you just don't know who you can pick right now. Like, you could be like, holy shit, we're going to have the best team at the Olympics. And then all of a sudden, poof, everyone's gone. I would love, <laughs> to, I some... would love to get paid to craft these teams and have that problem. Right. Yeah, that's fair. There's, there's, there's some countries that are starting to even actually just pull out of the Olympics in general. As they should. Canada's talking about pulling out of the Olympics completely. I mean, the U.S. already isn't sending political delegates to the Olympics. So oh. that... Oh no. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure President G really gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but the absolute clown so, show. So I, I could go on forever about oh, yeah. crap. We don't know. We don't know if the Olympics are happening, at least for NHL players. However, host a World Cup. Yes, we should bring back World Cup of hockey. But that's besides the point, as there is at least some kind of tournament that's about to be going on. And that is a World Junior Classic tournament, whatever you want to call it. I call it World Junior Classic. I don't know why. But because that's its name. Okay, I'm right about that. I could I don't remember if it was right or not. That is its name. That is its, it's name. It's only a week away. Well it, is. A little it bit starts more, but... it starts in a little over a week. Um Josh, I believe you got the rosters for at least the US and Canada. I do. Um so 
we want to just kind of hit the the big names on these teams. So I will be reading all of Canada's roster. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, really, though, I mean, everyone on Canada is is going to be an NHL star, except for like maybe like one or two people. We there's don't probably know. about there's probably like three or four that won't yeah. fully make it or it take longer to get there. But yeah, star um, star is pushing it. Yes. Okay, fair. But anyway, so goaltenders for Canada starters. I'm assuming are going to be Sebastian Casa and Dylan Garand. The third goalie is Brett Brochu. Um, Sebastian Casa was drafted 15th overall this year. Um, and then Dylan Garand was drafted, I think, last year. Um, it's Co- it's Cosa. And Detroit surprised everybody by taking him over Wallstat. Yeah. I, I, I like I like Cosa, you said. It's not Casa. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure it's Kosa. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, I I like him over Wallstead. Anyway, I think he was the better of the two goalies. He's bigger. I don't know. I anyway, um, defenseman Lucas Cormier, Caden Gooley, Carson Lambos, Ryan O'Rourke, Buffalo Sabres own Owen Power, Donovan Sabrango, Ronan Seeley. Any relation, Luke? Hey, no, unfortunately <laughs> not. Um, Judging o- by Luke's lack of athletic ability. Oh, Ouch. Damn. And Olin's Zellweger? Zellweger. Zellweger. Okay, the forwards. This is where it gets it gets fun. So well, even 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 real quick, even just looking at the defense, there's four defensemen there that will be on an NHL roster in the next three seasons. Yeah, yeah. and Zellweger is going to be the first one with a uh, with a marketing deal from uh, Zweigel's. <laughs> um, but you got Caden Gooley, Carson Lambos, Ryan O'Rourke, and Owen Power. Yeah, they are going to be all of them are going to be on the NHL roster in the next three years. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Um, Owen Power and, could be on the NHL roster this now. Year. Yeah, yeah, like yesterday. yeah. Um, especially so, the team that he's on. Quick he's little... making, uh, he's making college hockey look like his own personal playground. Yeah. It's fun. And he's a defenseman too. Imagine if he was a forward. Um no. No. Anyway, um so the forwards, here's where the fun begins as Obi-Wan Kenobi would say. The last time we saw a team this stacked was like Crosby, Perry, all those guys in like 2005, 2006. You mean Six- last year? Okay. 6 months after Crosby and Perry played in the World Junior Classic, Connor Bedard was sco- was born. Um, <laughs> Connor Bedard is the headliner, one of the headliners, along with Shane Wright for this forward group for Canada, along with Xavier Borgalt, Maverick Bork, Will Cooley, Co- Coyle, 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 I think, Coyle, Elliot Denoyers. De I'm really gonna butcher these French names. Riley Ridley Grieg, Dylan Genther, Kent Johnson, Mason McTavish, Jake Neighbors, Cole Perfetti, Justin Sordiff, and Logan Stankoven. Everyone on this list, except for Wright and Bedard, has been drafted simply because Wright and Bedard were too young to be drafted. And Wright th- will be the number one overall pick in this upcoming draft, and Bedard is likely going to be number one, if not number two, just because there's a Russian Ovechkin clone phenom yeah. out there. And Bedard I, I, is a I swear, clone. if there's ever, ever any evidence of successful human cloning, it's that guy in Russia. I'm <laughs> blanking Alex on his Ovechkin. name. It's um, uh, it Mishikov like... or something. Mi- yeah. um, it's even harder to say that. Oh, I'm thinking of the guy that's in this draft. Mi- you're thinking Marashenko. Yeah. I am Who didn't even Mar- make the roster. No, true. it's um, I think it's Mishikov. It's whatever off. Who cares? It's an off. That's what matters. Yeah, some anyway, kind of off. So that's Canada's team. Like I said star-studded lineup um all the forwards have been drafted into the nhl except for Wright and bedard and i think probably well, and, all of them will make very decent nhl careers and you've already seen at least uh three of these players already playing in the nhl and cole perfetti jake neighbors and Mason oh, McTavish. that's true i forgot mctavish went right to the um he went with the caps and uh anaheim he anaheim my apologies my apologies, <laughs> Anaheim, not the Caps. Yeah. yeah. Um, so moving on to the U.S. now. What? Let's not skip out on Bedard here. All right. Oh, yeah. How often Bedard do you is see 16. a 16-year-old <laughs> make Canada's team? 
I'll tell you how many times it's happened six other times, oh, wow. six you or seven. I forget if it's seven, including him or seven other than him. Oh, uh, right. That TSN made that graphic. It was like Spezza, McDavid, Crosby, Bedard. Prong? Uh, it wasn't Prong, Brett, was Gretzky, it? Lemieux, Lindros. Oh, yep. And, and then, the, and oh, then the oh, uh, uh, Bowmeister. Bo Oh, yeah, Jay so Bones. there in 2000. So it's like six or seven, counting Bedard. Um, wow, that's crazy. So I mean, it's absolutely insane and just shows you, even on a stacked Canada team, as we have said, this kid is going to be a phenom. So just for fun, Connor Bedard's stats this year with the Regina Pats of the WHL. Um, in 24 games, he has 24 points. As a 16-year-old playing against... 18 and 19 and 20 year olds. I mean, I mean, I, it's a point per game last year in the WHL in 15 games. He had 28 points. In the I, world, so I see he's taking a step back this year. Makes you question what you're doing with your life. Doesn't in, the, it? in the world juniors in 2018 for the U8, the U18 world juniors, he had 14 points in seven games, seven goals and seven assists. I mean, well, this we'll see disgusting. what he does in this world juniors. Obviously, you probably see him on the top line. I mean, everyone's talking about pain for Shane, but what about? No, don't play hard for Bedard. I, I don't know. No, I, I'm trying to. Think I, of... I, I have a worse one, but I can't say it. Yeah. Not so with that, <laughs> with that, let's move to the U.S. Yes. rival who is going to have a bit of a difficult time this year against Canada, I think. But we'll, we'll have to find out. So. Um, some returners for um, the U.S. All the goalies are new. Uh, Drew Camesso was drafted in the NHL a few years ago. Um, I can't remember by who. I think. I think um, Detroit, maybe. No, Chicago. We were talking about this before the show. It was Chicago. Yeah, it was Chicago. Um, like Detroit got Cosa. And then they have Caden Imberco and Dylan Silverstein. Silverstein. Jeez. Like um, the band. Yeah. Uh, defenseman Brock Faber, Luke Hughes, Tyler Kelvin, Clevin. Clevin. Wow. And Jake Sanderson are some of the headliners there for the defense for the U.S. And forwards, we got Maddie Berniers, Brett Berard, no relation to Connor Bedard, um, Landon Slaggart, and Chaz Lucius. So, as I said, not as much of a star-studded lineup for the U.S., but we usually see Canada have more talent, but the U.S. still somehow pulls something out of their ass and beats Canada sometimes. There, well, it's the nice US... to see that Lucius took some time out of his schedule of trying to kill Harry Potter oh my to God. come uh... to this tournament. I didn't know we were doing a show with a nerd. This is every week. What do you mean? Right. Yeah, like how long have you known me? <laughs> Honestly, so, I'm excited. I'm excited to watch Chez Lucius. I I'm excited he... to watch the U.S. team. This looks like well, one yeah, of those teams that's going to come out and be like, we got something to prove. And well, who and that's, knows? that's kind of always been the U.S.'s like tactic. Yeah, they, and I mean, they don't like... usually have these. You know, they have the high end talents, but not as many as Canada always has. Canada always has more. That's a normal occurrence. It's where it's hockey's more. You know known in canada than is in the u.s canada's not and better than the u.s but you, you don't need the best players you need the right players exactly right as and that's canada what the proved, tries to do as canada proved last year they had the best team in the world and they lost well <laughs> here's one thing that gives the united states an advantage it's the national program Yep. A lot of these guys play together develop chemistry so they're ready for these tournaments Mm -hmm. Whereas Canada, you're getting superstars from the CHL mostly, and then you get some guys in college, but mostly CHL players who are all the guy on their team. Mm -hmm. So they're all trying to fill the role of, I'm going to go score 100 points. Whereas exactly. guys who have played together kind of know where they fit. You got guys who know their role. It, there's a lot more balance. What, yeah, I also, but, what I also like about the U.S. team is – because there's so many unknowns, you could see a guy that like just poof out of nowhere is like one of the better prospects, i.e. Casey Middlestat, um, 
in 2018 when he just said hello to everyone at Ralph Wilson Stadium. And that said goodbye as soon as he signed his contract. <laughs> the, the one person, the other person I'm actually really excited to see because he's actually a good player, but his name is also so badass as a hockey player. Oh, Redmond Savage. I am so excited to watch that dude play. He, he, he's so I've gone and actually looked at some of his film. He looks pretty decent. We'll see what he can do in a tournament like this. But Red Savage is such a badass name. You guys want to look him up? It's R E D M O N D and then just Savage. Um, right now he is playing for <laughs> the Miami University of Ohio. <laughs> Why do you say that with a laugh? They're they're a good I program. I just yeah, think I, no 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 no. I'm not laughing at the program. I'm laughing. I just I love universities that have like Miami University of Ohio. Like <laughs> I didn't. I, I just think okay. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say Miami. I yeah, mean, it was. A, I read look, it. The first episode of the last season of The Office when they're shipping Kelly off. They're like, oh, uh, she seemed a little confused when the doctor boyfriend got a job at university of miami of ohio <laughs> and she starts throw, throwing away I, i'm gonna go hang out in south beach with lebron james see you losers hear my coats yeah ohio. no I, I, that's what i was laughing at no disrespect to the university of miami and ohio's hockey program um redmond savage has seven points in 16 games so far this year not bad but Obviously, room for improvement, but he's 18 years old. He's, Center, he's, yeah, he's probably probably he's a, a bit, freshman. He he's actually drafted by the Detroit Red Wings. Sorry, Luke, that crushes your dreams of the Sabers being able to draft him. Um, he was drafted last draft, fourth round, 114th overall. They so, really could have used the Savage. <laughs> um, a little bit of a short center, actually. He's 5'11", so not one of Ooh. your. Ooh, so hey, short. Guess guess okay. who is only right. six foot. Casey Middlestat. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, safe. Josh. I'm I'm being a dick because it's NHL execs who are like, yeah, he's undersized. Well, I think they if does. they see the number five in the height, they automatically think they're short. Oh, so like every girl that ever turned down Luke. Oh. All right, well, it's been a fun show, y'all. I'm going to go now. <laughs> uh, good thing Stack's not here. He'd be pretty mad, too. Oh. Um, but no, I'm yeah, not he's saying... shorter than me. The fuck? <laughs> but I mean, I'm not saying that he's not going to be an effective NHLer. It's just like sometimes you just, it, it, it depends on like how athletic the player is. I mean, Scott Gomez was short as shit. Brian Gianto was short as shit. They were really good NHLers. But so. Last season for Redmond Savage, um, before going to college, he was on the US U18 team, USDP, uh, 42 points, 46 games. Oh, okay. Well, I stand corrected. Um, Not bad. Sorry to all you. Makes, short, makes sense, makes sense as there. to why the Red Wings took the chance to drafting him in the, what is that, fifth round, 114? Fourth. Ah, I don't know close. why you're still calling him short. He's got like five inches on Luke. Four. Four. You got four on me. I said like. Listen, I know I'm short. It's fine. Now listen here, you little shit. <laughs> listen here, you big shit. So that's your U.S. and Canada World Junior rosters. Moving across the pond, we're going to highlight Russia and Sweden. Luke, you got those rosters pulled up? I do. We're going to rush. We're going to look at Sweden first just because Russia can wait another minute because nah. I don't uh, want to have to pronounce those names. <laughs> I mean, all you have to say is whatever off. Yeah. Good. But obviously one of the, one of the biggest names, at least on the goaltending side is Jesper Waldstadt. He will be starting probably every game for Sweden. Most likely it's just, it's going to happen. He's the main reason as to why Sweden is going to get not main reason, but a, a main point, focal point to Sweden doing anything in these World Juniors. Defensively, no big, well-known names. No one really playing anywhere, at least not the NHL. There's one in the AHL that is uh, Hage Granz. Um, everyone else is SHL, Liga, or Al Svechnikin. 
You got Emil Andre, who's actually got some potential, and then Simon Edvinson, who I'm I'm interested in watching throughout these World Juniors. Yeah, he's been kind of like under the radar, but like, like it's like he's under the radar, but he's also talked about highly. He's like kind of a weirder one of those. He's the he's the he's on the radar for the guys that are very deep into the prospect pool of hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I think. Yeah, I was going to ask uh, you guys, like, who on Sweden's roster is, like, their – because on these Euro teams, except for Russia, because they hate 18-year-olds for whatever reason, I, I, I don't understand. So, like, they, they don't look at you unless you're basically already drafted, and even then they don't really like you. But, uh, like, who on Sweden is, like, one of their draft-eligible guys? Well, it's not Edvinson because he was drafted sixth overall by Detroit in last yeah. draft. Um, he also plays it for Alunda. Shout out yeah. to Rasmus Dahlin. Um, so that's cool. That's why he's very much and talked Olsen. about. Oh, yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. That's um, why Edvinson's very talked about is because, you know, he's a sixth overall pick. So he's, you know, someone sees potential in him. And yeah. he's playing for one of the best SHL teams. Probably the best SHL team. But anyway, um, I don't really know who they're like best. At least defensively, I don't really know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, just on the overall roster, there's usually one or two guys. Like, I think Finland usually has more than Sweden. You'll see the Anton Lundells, the Capo Cacos, uh, before it was Line A and Pugliarvi. Don't like, forget Rasmus these... Ristolainen. I tried to forget, and you won't stop <laughs> fucking reminding me. <laughs> I mean, oh, Oli, Oli, you levy too, or you a levy? Obviously, I don't, yeah, I don't know who. Eh. I don't well, know who I meant like in the back, like back when he was like draft eligible. Fair. I don't know who I'm focusing on that isn't drafted. There are a few offensive uh, players that are drafted that I'm excited to watch. One being um, William Eklund. Oh yeah, that's right. I yeah, forgot our, our good pal, our good pal Willie Eklund going back Eklund's to Sweden. <sighs> if only oh. he would have fallen to 14th. Dude, they try to get him. You see the Beyond Blue and Gold or whatever mm-hmm. they call it, Sabres Embedded. Yeah. So they literally offered Reinhardt in 14 to, I guess, the Sharks or whoever picked him. Well, the Sharks, the Sharks yeah. ended up Yeah, the Sharks him, picked them. So, so yeah. like, they tried to get up, like, honestly, Reinhardt and 14th overall for. <laughs> William Eklund. I that's know. a lot. That, that's a lot. I love Eklund, but that's a lot. <laughs> For technically, in a sense, an unknown because he, you know, has proven himself in the NHL. Right. Correct. Um, I think. Well, other... didn't, didn't he play the preseason with the Sharks? He, he played. He, 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 he played... got nine nine games. Yeah. I forget what the cutoff nine or ten. So nine. he got he got the tryout, and then instead of burning a year off his ELC, they loaned him to. Sending back Euro to the SHL. I mean, in nine yeah. games, he had four points. That's pretty he, good. There was, there was like, uh, there wasn't like a big fight, but there's a little bit of a discrepancy to it because he was, he was not happy to be getting sent back. Well, he didn't well, think he deserved to be wise, sent back. Talent wise, he deserved to be there. But yeah. Doug aren't uh, Doug Wilson's like, well, I don't want to burn a year of your entry level when the season doesn't matter because the Sharks aren't good this year, right. and he's thinking long term. I don't yeah. know why he's thinking long term because that man will be out of a job by the time it is going to matter that they saved one year of his ELC on Eklund's contract. He um, has five points in nine games back in the SHL. Yeah. So other players watch him get 14 in the World Juniors. Yes. Yeah. In he seven will. games in the preliminary. Well, he'll be, he'll be sitting in, he'll be sitting in the in the uh, line one spot. Yeah, watch him have like eight, like six points against some random team, like whatever team's going to get regulated. They're going to destroy him like 13, nothing. And Eklund's going to have five points regulated, regulated. Yeah, it's one relegated. (laughs) There you go. You're like, yeah, regulated. Yeah. (laughs) Double down on stupid. (laughs) The, you don't, the other, you don't watch enough soccer, politician? Ralph Kruger. You don't watch enough soccer. Ralph Kruger would be ashamed of you. The the other the other players. Ralph on... Kruger. I'm gonna stop. No. Nope, <laughs> yep. Yep. Moving on. Back to Sweden. 
The other players that I'm interested in watching in this, uh, Fabian Lysel is on this team. He's going to be doing a lot. He'll probably be right on Eklund's wing. They're probably going to be attached at the hip throughout this um, World Juniors. Uh, Zion Nybeck is also a name to watch. For those that don't know, I believe, I really want to say he was drafted by Detroit, but I'm not 100% on that. I'm, uh, I'm gonna, How do you spell I'm gonna... it? How do you spell it? I, I'm, I'm, already, I'm already there. Oh, okay. Well, Fabian Lysel, real quick, while you're pulling that up, he's playing in the WHL this year. He's got 28 points in 23 games. Um, God damn it, he's a Bruins prospect. Yes, um, he was drafted by the Bruins. Uh, Nybeck drafted fourth, fourth round by uh, Carolina. Oh, he's he's gonna he's gonna be a a, a top nine middle six guy. Yeah, I think light, it's light. pronounced Novak, and he's trying to launch Dunder Mifflin Infinity. Moving on, this uh, might name... be a record for how many times <laughs> you wanted to strangle me. <laughs> <laughs> a, a name that I'm sure at least the three of us here and those that are Sabres fans that are listening are excited to watch is Isaac Rosen is also on the Swedish World Juniors roster. I was so I re, I remember draft night. I was at Luke's house and we were like, "Who in the hell is Isaac Rosen?" And he had like two points in f- like thirty games in the SHL. We were like, "What just happened? This is terrible. What What are you doing?" And then every like like analytical draft nerd was like, "Holy shit! That was that was really good. That was really good." And we were like, "Oh." Okay, maybe that was really good. So Isaac Rosen so far this year in the SHL has not gotten that much more ice time because they did say that was a lot of his issue in the draft year, that he didn't get a lot of ice time. He has four points in 26 games in the SHL. He also played five games in their junior version of the SHL, which he had five points in five games. How many... Take with that what you will. How many? How, what is his time on ice average? Does it say it on there? Uh, elite it's prospects like five, does not tell five me minutes time. Yeah, like, exactly. He was getting a lot of games with like three minutes played. Uh, slightly more recently, but he I, don't, I don't understand. Get, he hasn't been getting shit. Well, the the difference is the SHL, like the KHL, is a pro league. So That's these true. guys are coaching for their for their jobs and they're professionals. They don't give a shit about developing your players for someone yeah. else's team. So yeah. Well, if we want to, who they think is going to be the best for their team, what if they want to go back to is free Isaac Rosen and get him to a junior league. So he can have 150 points, but what he want, what they're probably going to look for him to do at this tournament is build some momentum and get a good back half of the season and kind of, you know, lead to some good things, some positive vibes heading into the off season where hopefully he makes is ready to make the track to North America. Well, and you'll probably, you'll probably see him playing with um, at least on the power play with Eklund and Lysol. Yeah. They, they tore it up at the, I don't know if Lysol was on that line, but he played with Eklund at the under 18s right after the draft. And he was over a point per game player had like eight goals, two assists. And I don't know. Seven, eight games. Um, in the uh, you're talking about the U18 yep. World Junior tournament. I think it was over the summer. I don't know. Yeah, if he had World nine. Junior. He had nine points in seven games, and then in another U18 International Junior tournament, he had nine points in eight games, and then in a U20 tournament this year, he had three points in nine games. Um, and the hot the the um website the hockey writers wrote out his draft you know, profile last year, his NHL potential Rosen without a doubt has the potential to be a top six winger in the NHL. And I'd go as far to say his ceiling is a top line winger because he's good defensively. I wouldn't put his floor any lower than a third liner. He definitely has the potential to make an impact in the NHL. So well, I mean, I know Sabres fans are hoping to see it. So yeah, I mean, I think I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I'm ex- I'm actually kind of excited to watch a Sweden team. It looks, it looks pretty Sweden decent on paper. Good. Yeah. Which they usually They'll are. They're usually, very well in the... yeah, they're usually like, you know, pushing and then they just start to die off a little bit. They'll do very well in the round robins and shit the bat when it matters. All Swedish, no finish. Speaking of the Finns. You tried. 
However, I do not have the roster pulled up, and um, we're going to. We're going I, to I don't even. I don't even know if they've in, uh, released their roster yet. They um, have every team. Every every most countries have, have released a roster. I did see the Finnish roster there. Roni Hervinen is the biggest name I saw in there. The Toronto prospect. Well, we will get another episode in, so we will definitely highlight Finland in the next episode yeah. before the World Juniors. So, R2 Ratu, who was once yeah, thought as, Ratty, uh, yeah. Yeah, as a top pick, uh, dropped into the second round last year. Uh, he's looked a lot better this year, so look for him to try and get his revenge tour on track. Yeah. Uh, they also have a couple of guys who are projected to go top 10 in the draft. Like, uh, not, I'm not sure who they are. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get to it we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that next week. But right now, we're going to talk about Russia real quick. And obviously, Russia, Russia, Russia. The biggest name, at least that you know I know of, because um, it's hard to know some of these Russian guys, is Yaroslav Askarov. He's going to yeah. be their main momentum for getting anywhere. He got I mean, lit he carried- up last year. He, but he did. Oh no, he didn't carry them. That's right. No, he, he got shit. lit. He got lit up last year. Like so they're crap. hoping they're hoping he can come back and be better this year. Obviously, he's most likely going to get the start. I don't who, really know. Who are, their, who are their other goalies? Their other goalies being Igor Guskov and Maxim Modorgin. Modorgin. Motor Motor Region. Max Igor. Instead of Min Igor, okay. Yes, um, not many big names defensively, at least that I can see of. I know Kirill uh, Kursinov. He's you know been talked about a little bit, and then another name defensively been talked about is Nikita Novikov. Sabres prospect. Sabres prospect Nikita Novikov. The Sabres are round. actually drafting Russians. Russians again. <laughs> Yeah, shocker. But uh, he's a six-round pick. He's the only 18-year-old on the team, as far as I know. Uh, most likely fill in a seventh defenseman role, which is what he's playing in the KHL right now. But he has stuck in the KHL all year, which is very impressive for a kid. Yeah, most so, definitely. Especially real quick, even even if being seventh defenseman, like, it's still impressive. Real quick, there are two Nikita Novikovs in Russia. One of them being the Nikita Novikov we were talking about. The other one, as I did a quick Google search to pull up some of his stats, maybe, I was distracted because the the Wikipedia thing that comes up on the side, and it does like the all people also search for, shows a picture of the hockey player, shows other hockey players where people also search for it, but then shows the Wikipedia page of Nikita Novikov, Russian cyclist, who was suspended by the Russian anti-doping agency for two years in 2013 to 2015. And is also 32 years old and not wait, any relation to this guy. Wait a minute. The Russian anti-doping league, the Russian yes. anti-doping. League. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> I swear. He probably got suspended for not taking roids. <laughs> so, in 30 games played in the NA, in the, in the NHL KHL this season, uh, Nikita Novikov has four points. One in two games with the MHL uh, last season, the MHL 14 points, 52 games. He's he's not your you know point scoring defenseman. He's your big body defensive defenseman that is good in the defensive zone, and when he gets past the neutral zone, don't give him the puck. Yeah, yeah, he's like. I'm trying to think. Me. To him to. Well, yes. Yeah. 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 Steve. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Don't touch the puck. <laughs> don't Case touch the point. puck. The it's only game I ever played. <laughs> how is that? How is that a power that power play unit? It was all. It was all good. And then you touched the puck. No, it wasn't even power play. It was just five on five. <laughs> whole Case whole in... play was great until Stavi. You touched the puck and it <laughs> dumped it in, and they broke it out. <laughs> Thank you, Stavi, for ruining the offensive pressure. Sit down. I, I, I can I can be a witness. Um, the only game I ever played with Steve, he had two breakaways and fell down on both of them. And that is that is, that is very true. That is All right, very true. listen to me, you ginger shit. <laughs> <laughs> My skates were freshly sharpened. Hadn't no, been on the no ice excuses. for four months. I'm pissed. Hadn't been no on the excuses. ice for four months. And I swear to God. That ice was softer than puppy dog shit. (laughs) 
Okay, so you know why I fell on those breakaways? Because literally my skates were going into the rink. I almost felt (laughs) cement on my feet. So how would you have felt I broke my ankle, huh? 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 So moving into the players that uh, on their own side of on their own side of the neutral zone don't know what to do. Offensively, they do know what to do. And that is there's three, honestly, that I really want to uh yeah, three that I really want to mention. One being uh Matvey Michkov. I believe he was drafted. I cannot remember. Um uh Fyodor Svechkov, not Svechnikov, Svechkov. It's different. No relation. Why do all these names sound like someone just sneezed? <laughs> Bless you. Oh. Ooh, um, Matvey Mishkov is the guy that is being compared to Ovi. That's what I thought. He is eligible. Yeah, he is eligible for the 2023 NHL entry draft. Holy shit. Um, Obviously, he was young, but in the Russian U16 league, he had 109 points in 26 games. 70 goals. 70 goals in fucking 26 games. Yeah. What? What the hell? I don't understand. I mean, Gretzky wasn't well. Okay, never mind. I'm not even gonna go. So, so this year, (laughs) this year, this year for him, um, on Morozova in the MHL, he had 13 points in six games, and then on St. Petersburg of the MHL, he had 15 points in five games. And then in 13 games in the KHL so far this year, he's five points. Not 109, but. Last year at the, uh, <laughs> or yeah, World Junior 28 uh, under 18, uh, he had 16 points in seven games. All right. By well, the way, it's the under 18 world championships. There's only okay. one world juniors. Okay. Still, you get, you get, you get the point I'm saying he had 16 points, seven games in the U18 world championship. So. And 52 and 50 in the MHL last season at um, 15 years old, 15 years old. Yeah. He's 17 yeah, years six, old right 16 now. 16 minus one. Yeah. He, he just turned 17 years old uh, less than a week ago, actually. He's slacking. So let me get this straight. I learned to skate the same year that this kid did that. <laughs> that- oh, Josh. Yikes. Oh, Josh, you're 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 learning. Anyway, so Fyodor Svechkov, another 18 year old that's on this World Juniors. You know, he this season so far, no points in the K, 11 points in the VHL. I don't, I don't, I don't even know what that one is. I think it's like a half step between the MHL and the KHL. Okay, because he has eight points in the MHL. Yeah, the VHL doesn't get talked about a lot, and that's the gist of what I've gotten from it. Yeah. Um, World Junior, not World Junior, sorry. World Championships last year, U18, what, he had 10 points, seven games. Like I said, he's 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 definitely an interesting... Th- those two are probably the two biggest stories coming out of the Russian forwards. Um, he was drafted first round 19th overall by the National Predators. So, Fred's got a decent guy knew, coming out of Russia. I know he sounded familiar. I know. I, th- I thought he got drafted. I couldn't remember who. It's to Nashville, 19th overall in this past year's draft. So, he's going to be fun to watch. I mean, Lord all Judas the Russian names sound familiar because they all rhyme. <laughs> Listen, yes. I feel like they all what? have an O and a V in their name just because of Ovechkin. No. <laughs> No, like, that was just a rule that was passed a few years ago in Russia. Every everyone born has to have an O and a V. Hey, 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 J- hey, Josh. Would it make sense because they're like sixteen? Josh, 18. put down the shovel. It'll be okay. We'll help you out of the hole <laughs> since we're about to roll into some closing time. Yes. So with that, like we said, we're gonna we're gonna try to hit Finland and maybe another country or two next week. See what's going on over there. See what their prospect pool looks like. But we're running some low on some time here in the Frozen Four pods. We're going to jump right into closing time. Steve, what you got for us? 
Well, uh, besides breaking my stick in half, uh, so the new stick that I bought, I swear to God, it might be a 50 flex. So I tried, so for I use an 87 flex, used it for at least 10 years since I was, you know, adult-ish. I've never used a stick that was this flimsy. Last night at my game, it was a championship game. I used this stick for three minutes. It was the second game I tried to use it. And this time I didn't have a beer beforehand, so I knew it, it, it wasn't me. I want to take a slap shot. The puck did not move because the stick bent like a dry pool noodle. It was like trying to shoot with a dry fucking pool noodle. I could not believe what just happened. So I'm going back to the store when I have time. Be like, hey, this is not an 87 flex. Maybe what you kind can of cut stick it. Is it? Uh, whatever Bauer Supreme line is like two doors down from the top of the line. I don't know. When I was looking at them, some of them seemed really flimsy. Yeah, they're, they're ter- it sucks. I can't they're- use it. They're I'm just using adver- the brick that I've had for like four years. That's been a perennial backup ever since. They're and- advertising towards uh, Johnny Gaudreau. <laughs> they're Dude, trying to get I'm- Johnny Gaudreau to be sponsored by Bauer, so they're just making all their sticks flimsy as shit. I'm ah, uh, drives me nuts. It, I have to get my money back because you know, not made of the damn thing. And sticks it's, ain't ho- cheap. it's holiday season. <laughs> Those st- sticks ain't cheap either. No, they ain't. It was 180 bucks. Yeah, and yeah, it was I a know. deal. I, I went yeah. and got a stick, a helmet, and skates, and I spent $600. Yeah, because you bought, like, top-of-the-line skates. Dude. I told you, don't I, buy those they, skates. Dude, no, that was the cheapest skates that they had. Oh. Then go somewhere else. He went I to needed beer skates. Hockey. I told him to go to a Yeah, then store. go to a different one. So, for skates... Never buy anything that's under two hundred dollars, because then they're not worth putting them on your feet. Yeah, they were like two nineteen. Oh, I, I misheard you. I thought yeah, you were like I spent six hundred for six hundred for helmet, skates, and stick. Okay, yeah, Josh, yeah. You're, that that's what skates go for, bud. That's skates for like. But, but the helmet though, the helmet though. Yes, but you, it's, it's, do you want to risk your yeah, brain? Yeah, by getting a cheap helmet. Okay. That's no, what I thought. But, but so how, so as we tra- as we transition from Josh being a cheapskate, so I as I was scrolling through, I had to mute myself because I was laughing my ass off. So I saw this. Someone retweeted this. Uh, some guy named Rob Williams with this uh, blue check mark next to the name. I don't know if it's significant. I don't know. Most of these guys seem kind of dumb. But anyway, so he goes. So dot dot dot. At least six hurricanes have COVID. Someone retweeted it and said. If you don't watch hockey, this is probably very alarming to read. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, so everyone so I watch there. hockey, and I was concerned for a second. Because, not concerned, but I'm like, man, this is a good joke. And then I'm like, wait, he means the actual Carolina. Yeah, the, the, uh, spinny, <laughs> the spinny things of death with a lot of rain. Not not the things that went through, uh, you know, Kentucky over the weekend. <laughs> You know, the, the ones with the rain that usually hit Louisiana and Florida. Those things are not COVID positive. Although some ta- Fauci would probably disagree. Yes. You, so, you, nev- you never know. You know uh, we're learning a lot about this virus and you just, you can't rule it out. It was pretty good. It was like seven out of 10. Thanks. You just need to pretend you've had like 10 menthols right before you talk. With that, Josh, what you got for us for closing time? Well, <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> <laughs> Not too much. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I've just been working a lot. I honestly kind of forgot next week is, you know, Christmas. Um, because one, yeah, I've been, work- I've been working so much. Two, it's just like springtime outside. And it makes me angry because I, for one, love white Christmases. And I also want to skate on a frozen lake so badly. So, so here's, here's the thing. Two months were added to the original fucking calendar year. Why do you think Oct is eight? Sep is, or Oct, yeah, Oct is eight. Sep is seven. Nov is nine. Deece is 10. Okay. Fuck does Where, that have August, to do with how August cold August it is outside? August was never a month. 
So, no, because <laughs> what, what happened is it changed how the actual seasons were, and we never changed it with it. So the season of winter really doesn't start. <laughs> he just muted him. <laughs> Amazing. I can't unmute you. This is all you. Amazing. Hey, this just Middle leads of into January. my conspiracy theory <laughs> that they screwed up the calendar so much that that's why we get weird weather at weird times. Like, why winter keeps going longer. Like, that's yeah. my conspiracy theory. Because it doesn't just... start until later. Because think about it. It's middle of December, and it's... 40, 40 degrees outside, 50 it's degrees outside. It's going to be 60 tomorrow. Exactly. It's going to be 60 tomorrow. Guys, guys, guys. We are talking about the weather. Yeah. Anyway. This is what um, you do when you have nothing to talk about. So <laughs> give us something to so talk about here. My other, my other little thing, uh, similar to Steve, I found a little funny scroll. Um, the way the Capitals announced that Nick Backstrom is back for, um, like, to play, they used the TikTok trend. I hate it. And I love it at the same time because it's really funny. Um, Bing bong. It said when you finally get to play hockey with your bestie again, and it's him and Ovechkin doing like this like weird head bobbing trend. I don't know. It's it's stupid. Um, but it, great. It, Somewhere in a green room, John Tortorella just had a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> They're having too much fun. But Stop other than that, um, excited for Christmas. Excited for World Juniors and just living the dream. How about you, Luke? <laughs> you can say that again. Living the fucking dream. I, I, everyone asks me. No, no. Almost no, every okay. day at work, I get asked like, "Hey, how's it going? How you doing?" I'm like, oh, I'm "Just living the fucking dream." You you ignored my SpongeBob. Yeah, no, I, I ignored you. I'm sorry, I just wanted. To you dug you sure. dug yourself enough holes. Wanted to make sure that everyone... you gotta ignore him when he's being ignorant. Uh, that, that one's a gem uh, for my father. Shout out, Dad. <laughs> Alright, anyway, I don't really got much. Tomorrow's my mom, my mother's birthday, so I'm happy I got the day off. I get to go celebrate at least a little bit in the morning, see her for her birthday, and, you know, enjoy, enjoy, well, have her enjoy having her son's company for a little bit, part of the day. Happy birthday, Mrs. Seeley. Me and Josh Happy both birthday, gave Mrs. you Seeley. the golf clap at the exact same time. <laughs> I, I'm truly scared. Other than that, it's it, next week is going to be a little weird for me, starting Saturday. Um, the lady is going to be gone for a few days. She's going on this little trip with her mother and her sister. So I got my apartment back to myself again for about five days. It's great. Party at Luke's house. Let's go. My apartment is a mess. <laughs> Clean it. So... <laughs> Yes, that's clean probably it, so what we I'm can trash it. <laughs> clean it, the so we can trash it, party. so I can clean it again. Got it. But other than that, as I say every week, be safe, be smart, and go watch some hockey. <laughs>